Welcome to the Divine Discourses podcast, a journey through the depths and mysteries of the Christian faith. I'm Jacob Nanny, and in this 12-part series, we're diving into one of Christianity's most profound and enigmatic teachings, the doctrine of the Trinity. Whether you're a lifelong believer, a curious seeker, or somewhere in between, this series is designed to explore the historical, theological, and practical aspects of this central doctrine. So let's embark on this journey together. Episode one, introduction to the Trinity. Today, we're laying the groundwork for a series by discussing what the Trinity is, why it matters, and how it has shaped Christian thought and practice throughout the centuries. At the heart of Christian theology lies a mystery that has captivated and challenged the minds of believers for centuries, the Trinity. Simply put, the Trinity is the Christian belief that God is one in essence, but exists eternally as three distinct persons, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Each is fully God, yet there is only one God. But why does this matter? For many, the doctrine of the Trinity might seem like a confusing or abstract concept. However, it's fundamental to understanding who God is and how we relate to him. The Trinity shows us that God is a being of relationships, of love, and of community. It shapes our worship, our prayers, and our very identity as Christians. The concept of the Trinity isn't explicitly spelled out in the Bible with a clear definition. There's no verse that says the Trinity is that God is one in essence and three in persons. Instead, it's woven throughout the tapestry of scripture, revealed progressively from Genesis to Revelation. In the Old Testament, hints and whispers of the Trinity appear, such as the plural language used in Genesis, let us make man in our own image. In the New Testament, the picture becomes clearer, with Jesus speaking of the Father and the Holy Spirit and passages like the Great Commission in Matthew 28, instructing us to baptize in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. In his book, The Biblical Doctrine of the Trinity, B.B. Warfield writes this, The Old Testament may be likened to a chamber richly furnished but dimly lighted. The introduction of light brings into it nothing which was not in it before, but brings out into clearer view much of what is in it but was only dimly or even not at all perceived before. The mystery of the Trinity is not revealed in the Old Testament, but the mystery of the Trinity underlies the Old Testament revelation, and here and there almost comes into view. Thus, the Old Testament revelation of God is not corrected by the fuller revelation that follows it, but only perfected, extended, and enlarged. Imagine with me, if you will, a room dimly lit. Maybe even it's lit by a fireplace, a small smoldering fire. And immediately in front of the fireplace, you might see this armchair that looks cozy and comfortable. Maybe even a a desk next to it, a little side table that has a drink. And you can't really see much. You you can kind of see on the edges that there, there might be pictures, but who knows who who's in those pictures, what they're of even. You can kind of see some furniture, but just really shadowy figures and shapes of furniture. 
and you're stumbling around and you're feeling across the wall and you come across a light switch and you turn that light on and suddenly you can see the furniture in a clear view. You can see the pictures and the faces in those pictures, the landscapes in those pictures. You can even see now the color of the liquid that was sitting next to that armchair in front of that fireplace. Now, when you turn that light on, nothing new popped into the room. When you turn that light on, the room, as it has always existed, became more clear to you. This is how the Trinity is revealed to us in Scripture. It's there in the Old Testament. It's dim. It's dark. You kind of, kind of see shadows of it. And then when Jesus comes and John announces that the word becomes flesh in the first chapter of the gospel of John, the light switch turns on and everything that was there from the beginning, we can now see in a full, clear picture. But understanding the Trinity isn't just about intellectual belief. It's about engaging with the core of our faith. It's about knowing God more deeply and understanding his work in the world and in our lives. And throughout this series, we'll see how the Trinity isn't a dry or irrelevant doctrine, but a vibrant and vital part of our daily walk with God. Today's episode serves as both an introduction and a trailer to this season of the Divine Discourses podcast. We're just scratching the surface of this profound mystery. As we move forward, we'll delve into the historical developments, the fierce debates, the heresies that challenge the church, and the council decisions that helped shape our understanding of the Trinity. We'll explore how this doctrine impacts our prayers, our worship, and our relationships. I invite you to join me on this journey, not just as a listener, but as participant. Engage with the content, ask questions, and let's explore together. You can find resources for further study and a place to submit your questions or reflections in this episode's description. Thank you for joining me for this first episode on the doctrine of the, of the Trinity. I look forward to continuing this journey with you in episode two, where we'll explore the biblical foundations of the Trinity. Until then, may your minds be curious, your hearts open, and your spirits attuned to the deep things of God. <laughs>